fait j'ai voulu te, te téléphoner Pour te, te demander Allo quelque chose quoi Well, thank you to Zap Mama for Allo Allo and Allo to all of you listening out there, whether on the radio or streaming worldwide at WOMR.org. This is Arts Week, and I'm Jeanette de Beauvoir. The Wellfleet Harbor Actors Theatre and the Harbor Stage Company are collaborating to present Harold Pinter's play Betrayal starting the 22nd of this month. Inspired by Pinter's own seven-year extramarital affair with BBC presenter Joan Bakewell in the 1960s, Betrayal chronicles an affair between Emma and Jerry, the first, the best friend of Emma's husband Robert and best man at their wedding. Over nine short scenes in 90 minutes, a myriad of betrayals among the three are revealed. Legendary playwright Harold Pinter's story of the illicit affair that unfolds in reverse from the end of the marriage to the first forbidden spark is filled with poetic dialogue, rich humor, and powerful emotions. And you can find out more about that at what.org and harborstage.org. At the Provincetown Theater, Casa Valentina is back by popular demand for 10 performances only. It starts September 20th and goes through October 1st, Wednesday through Saturday at 7 p.m., Sundays at 2. It's the latest provocative and hilarious Broadway play written by the Tony Award-winning icon. And you can find out more about that, get times and tickets at provincetowntheater.org, as theater with an E-R dot org. And you can get an introduction to Provincetown from one of American history's most infamous residents, Anne Hutchinson knows her history well enough to have been banished from Massachusetts 400 years ago, and she will walk you through her life and town. The tour is for adults only, and you can find out more by going to cooldestinations.com, navigate to activities, Cape Cod, and the Anne Hutchinson Provincetown Tour. And on September 21st, it's the Tennessee Williams Theater Festival, running through the 24th. This year's theme honors Williams' lifelong fascination with science fiction and fantasy, and you will thrill to performances of plays and dramatic short stories by Williams that feature spaceships, aliens, vampires, ghosts, and bizarre imaginary worlds. And you can find out more about that at times and tickets at twptown.org. All right. Well, I am delighted to tell you that I've got another visual artist on the show, which is always tricky when we're doing radio. But I'm very excited that my friend Diane Kopser is here with me today. Welcome to Arts Week, Diane. Thank you, Jeanette. It's and and um, I, I should add that um, Diane has her trusted bird friend Holly, who may be joining the conversation at some point. <laughs> Our apologies in advance. Apologies in advance, yes. So, Diane, you have got a show coming up next week um, at the Commons in Provincetown. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that show? We'll start with that. It's my first big solo show. So it's really exciting. I'm an emerging artist at the age of 62. It's taken me a while, but here I am. But here we are. Yeah. Um, so 
The Commons has been lovely enough to select me to show on September 22nd. That's when my opening is. Mm -hmm. um, the show actually opens on the 19th, so people can come in and check it out. But the, the big opening happens on Friday, the 22nd. Right. At five o'clock, I believe. At five o'clock. Excellent. Okay, great. Um, so I want to back up a little bit then. I know that you haven't always been a painter. You used to do glass blowing. And oh, yeah. I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about that, about um, if if one is artistic in one medium, it may or may not translate into another medium. But obviously for you, it has since you've done both glass blowing and painting. Um, can you talk a little bit about the process and how it, it differs when you change media? Well, for one thing, glass is um, highly um, dependent on the setup. You need an enormous furnace. You need right. special ways to set up the mixture of the glass. You need... Um, a lot of supervision and help. So although working with glass is wonderful, it's a sensual, very vivid experience. It's also um, dangerous. <laughs> and um, I found that as a woman with what I thought was adequate upper body strength, I wasn't with adequate upper body strength. <laughs> so I would go along and I would do just fine for a while. And then the pipe on which the molten honey textured glass was hanging would jiggle and it would flop. Oh. So it was wonderful until I got to a certain size and then it was not wonderful. So I decided that although I loved it and it was exciting and wonderful, it wasn't for me. So I packed up my car and came to Provincetown and began focusing more on painting. I did study art at the University of Virginia and at Alfred University. So I did, I did have a classic introduction to painting, printmaking, sculpture. Mm -hmm. And what I've focused on since coming to Cape Cod is painting. And I've been working in oils and sometimes watercolor. But for the most part, I prefer oils. They're a much more sensual way to paint. And really? in what way? That's intriguing. I've never heard that. Well, it the paint flows so much more beautifully than it with other medium mm -hmm. media. So um you you get a more well, I can't really describe it. It's sensual. It's sensual. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's really interesting. So you've got um, very different kinds of media when you're talking about um, the physical effort of, of 
glass blowing and essentially this solitary activity of of painting um yes which is which is interesting to me and yet you're just as creative in in both of those so I, I find well, that thank you very interesting one of the things I really like that you do is um you not unlike me in a way with my writing but you do a series you don't just do generally one painting you you have worked a lot with a series of paintings um I know that you've done some summer cottages um some moonlight um series mm -hmm. and now you've been doing a series this most recent series um has to do with trees and nature what is it about a series that attracts you that you want to do some I find it fabulous but but I, I wonder how that came to you. How and why? Well, I, I've sort of decided that when doing a series, I learn. And as you progress through looking at each stage of the series, you get a sense that I'm developing more of the technique and the style and the, um, well, the message, it comes across more clearly as I progress. So when I show these pieces, I will put them in chronological order so that people get a sense of, oh, this happened and then this happened and then that happened and she did this differently and what happens next yeah it's almost like it's repetition without being literally repetition it's it's a, yeah. a repetition on a theme which which i think is is really fascinating um well and having my work focus on the the trees the woods just behind my house it's not repetition because what I'm doing is looking at how the seasons are changing, how the leaves are unfurling or turning red and falling or sitting there shivering in the fog. So it's, um, I still, I, if I become critical of myself, I can say, oh, I'm doing the same thing over and over but it's not static. It's not. Yeah, it's definitely not. I, I probably shouldn't have used the word repetition, but it's... it's no, it is a repetition. It's the same really. trees every but time. But it's a progression, really, mm -hmm. um, rather than repetition. How would you describe your style, Diane? It's... I paint as much as I can what I see. Mm -hmm. Um. So I wouldn't call it impressionistic, but I wouldn't also call it terribly tight and representational. Mm -hmm. But the trees are recognizable as trees. Trees. <laughs> it's not Sal Salvador Dali with trees sort of melting into something else. I like that. Um Great. What so so we've only got a few minutes left. Um, these things go really fast. Let's remind people, first of all, about the specifics, um, not just of the show that's coming up, but where they can see your work online as well. Okay. There's a blog that you can look at, and it's um 
diannekstory.blogspot.com. And my name is spelled D-I-A-N-N-E-K story, all one word, .blogspot.com. And the um, reception, I want to remind people, is um, September 22nd at 5 o'clock. That's at the Commons on Bradford Street in Provincetown. And yeah, it's, 46, for it's 46 Bradford, Bradford in okay. case people need their GPS. You know. <laughs> Plug it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, never know. And how Hallie long thought that was funny. <laughs> the show is up until October 1st. Okay, great. So you can go anytime to see that, but come to the reception mm-hmm. and show. Yeah, Dan. yeah, very exciting. Um, so what's your next project after this? Now that you're blossoming and going out into the world with your with your art, do you have another series in mind or any projects that you'd like you've been thinking about and would like to do? Hmm. I was thinking I'd like to continue. With the trees, mm-hmm. um, I may branch out, as it were. <laughs> no pun intended. Sorry. Right? <laughs> I couldn't help that. Um, yeah. Just came out. Um, yeah, I, I haven't leapt into another series yet. So... I've thought about portraiture, but it's so completely different from what I've been doing. Right. I would not want to promise anything. <laughs> so we'll leave the future open for now. <laughs> it's open. It's open. Um, I really love your tree series. I I, I, I like your yeah. cottage series um, and your nighttime cottages especially. But there's something about these trees that you can feel the mist. You can sort of it, it they're very sensory in a way i guess is what i'm trying mm-hmm. to say and um and they are all for sale so make sure that you get over to um, if not the opening on the 22nd at least um the week before and take a look at diane's work so diane copser thank you so much for being my guest on arts week thank you so much Jeanette. So I'm super excited this week to be interviewing the person who's behind the Provincetown Book Festival. Um, She's also the lead librarian at the Provincetown Public Library. Welcome to Arts Week, Nansenadar. Thank you, Jeanette. Thanks for having me here. I'm so excited to be talking with you. Well, it's, it's such a delight because this is such an exciting thing, and you have been at the helm of it from the very beginning. Um, what a task. I don't I know it, but um, yeah, we are on our seventh. We this is the seventh um, festival, and um, we had to skip 2020 mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. But you know, otherwise we've been doing it annually since 2016, and it gets bigger and better, if I may say so, every year. And um, and we have I I started to say, and I'm still working on it. Um, kind of by myself in terms of library staff, but we have 70 volunteers this year. Oh my goodness. So yeah, they're really doing um, uh, amazing job. Um, we uh, took time at the firehouse in, in Provincetown, the little um, 
the little firehouse near town hall where people set up tables and give out brochures and stuff. And so we had, we needed a lot of volunteers to do that. And they've been doing it um, every Friday and Saturday since late August. So um, we're really pushing to get the word out. I, it's a wonderful event. People literally come from the UK. Um, that's the farthest away anybody has made reservations. <laughs> um, but um, but also from as far as Texas, and some people um, plan their their um, vacations around it. Mm-hmm. And yet, I think that it's not known as well as it should be right here in town. So one reason why we we took the firehouse was because, you know, we think this should be the talk of the town in late September. And speaking of that, let me just say it is September, Friday night, September 29th through um, late afternoon on Sunday, October 1st. So a little late. Mark your calendars, folks. Mark your calendars. And it's gratifying to you, Nan, to have seen it grow so much, you know, to be up to 70 volunteers. That's that's extraordinary and says a lot about your passion and your energy for making it happen. Well, it is um, one of the things I love the most is the kind of basic core thing that happens at the festival, which is this business of being in the room where it happens, mm-hmm. you know, where because what we do is we bring together um, two or more um authors usually, I mean, obviously literary people, but usually they have actually re- recently published books and um, have them talk to each other about what their books have in common or are different or different kinds of themes about writing or content or whatever. And um, and it's a completely unique event. You know, it's a unique experience to one of the things that we have this year, for instance, um, we have Anastasia Kerwood, who wrote a biography of Shirley Chisholm. Now, some people are not as old as me and thee and um, might not remember that Shirley Chisholm was the first black woman to run for president. Yes, she And she ran, she ran for president um, as a Democrat in 1972. And she was an amazing figure altogether. Um, but she was, I think, a representative in Congress um, when she ran for president. So we have the biographer, Anastasia Kerwood, but we also have a guy who was her speechwriter in 1972. So they are going to talk to each other about Shirley Chisholm, one who remembers her well, and one who did a huge amount of research about her. So that's two really interesting perspectives on, on on this book. Um, and that's not something you're going to find anywhere else, any any other time. So, you know, it's it that's the kind of thing that I love to make happen. And um, and we get and I get to make it happen, you know, um, 11 or 12 times at, in over the weekend, you know, with a bunch of different programs. So, yay. And that's that just shows such creative curation, too, on your part that you're able to find these um, these people who have done these things that that probably other other groups have never put them in conversation together, um, but that that would would have a lot to say to the audience. And I just I think that says so much about you and how you've been um, curating this. But let's tell people about a few more and, and sort of pique their interest in, in what's going on. 
Well, I think that that's a really good one. I also, on Saturday night at 6.30, um, uh, the writer Ilyan Wu, who's um Asian woman, uh, obviously, I guess, but was, and Ilyan is also an odd name. So um, she's an Asian woman from Boston who wrote a book, um, a totally true story. It's called Master Slave, Husband, Wife. And it's about an enslaved couple who were husband and wife who um, escaped from slavery by... Um, masquerading as a master and his slave. But it's the woman who was light-skinned, and so she masqueraded as a man who was the master of her husband, the slave. And um, it, it there's all kinds of twists and turns to the story. It's a really great story. I have not read the book, but I'm wicked looking forward to just hearing her tell it, you know, because I've, I've seen a couple of short interviews and bits and she's really good at um at giving you the background on how she found out about it and and they ended up in boston um at a a um how do you say that an underground railroad home you know a stop on the underground railroad they ended up in boston and and um and eventually um you know after the civil war they ended up moving to great britain but um it's just a great story. So that'll be really fun. She's going to be interviewed by a woman um, named Susan Tran, who's an Emmy winning um, television journalist. So she also knows her stuff. Um, and uh, the other really fun thing that we're going to do is um, our, our closing um, event on Sunday at 4.30 on Sunday, October 1st, is um, called Banned Books, Banned People. Excellent. Yeah, I read about that. That's fantastic. Let's talk We're about that. We're going to have drag queens reading from banned books in Perfect. resistance in resistance to what's going on in the country in terms of both banning books and also trying to make trans people, in effect, illegal and trying to make drag illegal. Um, so we're going to stand up for both those things. Um and, it sounds and like both a statement happy. and a celebration. You know, you've got the, the exactly. statement of this is the way the way the world should be, and let's celebrate these people who are still doing it and are are are, are really at the exactly. forefront. Yeah. Thank you. Very, very Thank interesting. You. Yeah. And you know, the banned books are totally the ones you want to read. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're some of the best books in the world. Mm -hmm. that are being banned or challenged as it's called by you know like when the pta goes to the school board and says we shouldn't have this book in the library right. or we right. shouldn't be teaching this book and sometimes it gets banned and sometimes it doesn't but it's been challenged so um between actual bannings and challenges um that has gone way way up in the last two years mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. so you know but lucky for us here at the Provincetown Library, all those books are available. It lives, it lives, yeah. I I, I recently read a, a, a quote by Wanda Sykes who said something, I'm probably going to mess it up, but something to the effect of, until a drag queen goes into a library and, and kills four children by beating them up with a copy of To Kill a Mockingbird, I'm not going to take this stuff seriously. And yeah, good point. 
good Books point. Other indeed. than guns, do you think? Huh. Yeah, that really, that's, that's, if you're worried about the safety of children, please look at the guns. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look at the books. The books are going to help them grow. Um, so tell people about the, the Rose Dorothea Award. I'm not sure that a lot of people in town know about this. I know I've spoken to people and they've sort of said, huh? So let's, mm -hmm. let's tell them about it. Thank you. Um, I, the Board of Library Trustees had the brilliant idea in 2015. And in fact, this was to some extent the inspiration for the book festival. Mm -hmm. They had the brilliant idea in 2015 of creating an award to recognize um, people who have um, made a significant contribution to the written word that are also closely associated with the outer tape. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> and they gave the first award to Michael Cunningham, I believe. I think so, yeah. And, um, and, th and we've now had Marge Piercy, Mark Doty, Josephine Del Deo, um, and I know I'm leaving some out. This year we have Frank Gaspar, who um, is Portuguese heritage and who wrote an amazing novel called Leaving Pico. Um, and Pico is, I guess, in, um, in the Portuguese islands but anyway his parent you know it's about a family that and one assumes it's based on his family i almost said his parents and i don't i don't know that it's a novel so who knows but it's about a family who portuguese family who came to provincetown as fishermen and um and a lot about provincetown about um about the portuguese heritage and community here um and he's written another novel and a number of books of poetry and um, and it's high time that he was, you know, he's won many awards, but it's high time that he got an award from Provincetown. From Provincetown, right. Um, so that's a wonderful thing. I'm really excited about that, too. And that is um, a reading and reception at six o'clock on Friday night. So so Frank Gaspar will appear, will read, and then there will be um, food and drink and him signing books. So. And of course, the Rose Dorothea is very dear to the library since you've got the Lipton Cup there in the library and you've got, of course, the the model of the Rose Dorothea. The actual 60 foot, 60 foot boat. And that, the cool thing about this is that the entire book festival takes place in front of the boat. I mean, we'll, we'll be doing it on the second floor, you know, with people um, speaking in front of the boat. So you can't forget, really, no. our you know, yeah. our province town heritage while you're there. It's and right there. many of many of the people who are participate are are connected to province town and and many are not. I mean, we we kind of go for um <clears throat> a diverse representation of of voices. So um, you know, we have a, a Jamaican born um memoirist um named or what is his name? um prince shakur okay and um we have um a, a, of course a lot of lgbtq writers right. um but we also have provincetown people um like ac birch who is going mm -hmm. to be talking about his new novel which is called the distance between us mm -hmm. and um we have uh, a um a whole program called tides and the towns 
with um, John Taylor Williams, who wrote The Shores of Bohemia, and Russ Lopez, who wrote The Hub of the Gay Universe about Boston right. and Provincetown. Right. So, you know, we have a nice representation of Provincetown people and non-Provincetown people. I want to um, remind people that they can go to provincetownbookfestival.org and they can um, register for tickets. They can um, see all the scheduling and decide when to go. I'm so glad um, that you're able to oh, do this. And thank free. you so much. And it's free. It's, it's everything is even free. better. Even better. Yeah. So Nan, thank you so much for being my guest this week on Arts Week. You're so welcome. I'm so glad to be here. Au fait, j'ai voulu te te téléphoner pour te te demander allô quelque chose quoi yeah. mm. quelque chose quoi